The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have a favorite classic movie star? Does yours have a wonderful love story? This week, our wonderful producer, Abby, joins us to tell the story of her eternal celebrity crush on a true Hollywood legend. I'm Alicia Rye. And I'm Sarah Wendell. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring a daily dose of joy and love to your earbuds each and every weekday. Alicia, who is your celebrity crush or who is on your celebrity crush list? Okay, I have like a very weird list. That's the best kind of list. All right. So I would say near the top probably is like Gordon Ramsay, but I don't crush on him as like a romantic partner. It's like a dad crush. Like I think of him like a father, like a very distant father. Ah. Is that that what we're talking about? (laughs) 
Either, well, I mean, it could go many directions from I think here. I went in a weird direction. So I mean, it was a little weird, but I'm with you, okay? I'm still with you. It's a platonic, it's a familial crush. I mean, the, the best Gordon Ramsay is the Gordon Ramsay with his kids or with kids on, yeah. on MasterChef Junior. Yeah, it's adorable. Where he's not like yelling at people that they're a f***ing salad or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, that's that's the tolerable yeah. Gordon Ramsay. Uh, so I, I would say him, um, also Captain Von Trapp from Sound of Music was okay, a big I'm formative a pattern. crush. S- sensing a pattern, yes. yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I might have some daddy issues that um, I need to work. Could be. I, but as a child, I also liked Donatello from the Ninja Turtles. I also had a big crush on him. So I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. But isn't he kind of the dad of the group? Wasn't oh, he like he the, the dad of the group? Uh-oh. So I have something to talk about in therapy this week. I don't know about you. And I think all the listeners now do too. Um, okay, you know what, Sarah? Who are your celebrities if you're so cool? My mind just went blank because I am so incredibly amused by by the journey that we just went on in the last like 30 seconds. It was a long journey. That was <laughs> they don't quite know where we a ended journey. Up. That really was. That was a trip. <laughs> All right. I had a massive, massive celebrity crush on Christian Slater, specifically from the movie oh. Pump Up the Volume when he had a pirate radio station. <laughs> um, you know what? I don't think we're good at this question. No, we're not. <laughs> because- I feel like we were supposed to say like one of the Chris's or something and we failed. Uh, none of that is interesting to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. I like yeah. this later. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. Cool. So you named two or three. I don't think I can do three. <laughs> I I'm just. I don't know if a turtle counts as a third. Maybe I, I like don't know. I think, I think a turtle totally counts <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a celebrity crush. But I think it is time to bring on our, our our guest today. Who I don't know is, if she wants to come in anymore. I know she not, she might just be like, "Listen, y'all are too weird, and I cannot." But we're here to share from from Ninja Turtles to classic Hollywood. We are mm-hmm. here to share our celebrity crushes, and today our guest is our producer Abby, who's going to tell us all about her classic Hollywood legend crush. Well, hello there, Abby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the part of the microphone where you do the talking. Oh, this is wild. Wild to be actually using my mouth. <laughs> yeah, instead of just hitting mute and disappearing, you guys yes. are going to make you talk. So my favorite thing that we do, or one of my favorite things that we do, is talk about things and people and stories that we are obsessed with. And I want to talk to you about a story you're obsessed with. Please tell me, why are you obsessed with Jimmy Stewart? Oh, my God. I love him. Like I genuinely love him. I I think he is like one of the most attractive people who have ever lived. Like I don't know if you've like most people when they think of Jimmy Stewart, they think of old Jimmy Stewart, but and he, I mean I'm not going to lie, I do find him very attractive in his old age as well. But if you look at photos of him from the 30s, he is just the cutest thing. Like so tall, that like long face, the biggest eyes you've ever seen. Oh God, I just think he's so cute. And I, you know, I dig the like really wholesome, genuine attitude that he has. Like I just think it's, it's delightful. He has what I call, and I mean this in a, not in a gross way. 
He has a very mobile putty face. Like when he acts, he can do so many expressions yes. so that he doesn't even need to talk. Like his eyebrows are each their own character yes. and his cheekbones are their own character. So I get it. I mean, he's very cute. He was he's indeed. so cute. When did you first notice the the stirrings of a deep celebrity obsession with Jimmy Stewart? I mean, I grew up watching It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. And so I knew of him, but I didn't really feel anything for him until high school when I got really into Frank Capra as a director. And it's funny because I feel like in high school, a lot of people, they kind of lean into like the angst and the like rebellious media. And I kind of went the opposite way where I was like, I have all these feelings. I feel very confused. So I want to watch and consume media that makes me feel good. (laughs) And to me, that was like cute depression era films from the 1930s that were literally designed to like make you feel better in a difficult situation. And it was around that time that I watched the Philadelphia story for the first time. And that film is like, I will say it now, it's like problematic on a lot of levels. Just a few. It doesn't entirely hold up. No. (laughs) But Jimmy is just the cutest thing in that film. Like, I just think, I like, I could not get over how funny he was. And smolders in that movie. How does a man with putty face smolder? I don't know, but he pulled it off. He does. Exactly. And that scene where he like carries Catherine Hepburn into the night. Anyway, so that was just like very, um, it awoke my imagination for sure. Your imagination. Yes, I see. (laughs) I see. Yes, clearly. Mm. Has your love of Jimmy Stewart affected your real life love life? Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. How so? Tell me everything. Um... (laughs) It's time to take a brief break to hear from our lovely sponsors, and we will be right back. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step, because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy, reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For many years, I was definitely like on the hunt for the like 21st century Jimmy Stewart. And I was looking for folks that like really embodied kind of that really wholesome, genuine Americana like (laughs) vibe. And it's funny because there was a guy that I had a massive crush on throughout a lot of high school and he looked just like Jimmy Stewart. And I didn't really like put two and two together until later when someone else pointed it out. Um, And this guy was not at all right for me. And he truly had no interest in me whatsoever. And um, it was actually like very embarrassing because my parents knew his parents and they like conspired. They both thought it was like a cute match. They like, they had a lot of like inner family dinners together where I just was like so excited. And he was just like, I don't. I don't, he knew what was happening. Like it was very oh, obvious. No. So that was, um, yeah, so that didn't work out. So yeah, that was a, a lesson. That's fine. That's fine with you. He, Jimmy yeah, Stewart can remain your, you know, your impossible. impossible yes. Dream. I mean, Jimmy Stewart will always be my Jimmy Stewart. You know, I don't really need right. to find his, his like replacement in my life. Right. 
Yeah. So Jimmy Stewart was a real person, but was also pe- playing a bunch of similarly similarly flavored characters, for, for lack yes. of a better term. That was definitely in an era where actors were, you know, had decades long often contracts with studios who really just yes. wanted them to play the same character over and over again. So you were very yes. typecast. And so he was definitely the like homegrown American good boy. And that's the type of character he played for a long time. Very earnest, not very sophisticated. No, no. Very like, you know, optimistic. Uh, and innocent. honest, like disturbingly yes. honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think his character, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, that's kind of a great example of him and his vibe because he's this very like he believes in the real America. And then he's yeah. like brought to Congress where he finds out that the real American government is like very corrupt and people are complicated, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like a real awakening for him. And so that's a good example, I guess. Later in his life, he definitely pivoted a bit and was, you know, played different sorts of characters. Hitchcock cast him a lot in different films where he plays like different shades of creepy. So I'm not a fan of those films, really. But different shades of creepy are not for you. Uh, No, no, not so much. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to the Instagram post that will go with this episode because I wish to see some excellent Jimmy Stewart photographs. (sighs) I know that it's going to be a real, real trial for you to go out and find images of Jimmy Stewart. They're already in my phone. <laughs> it's okay. It's not, it's not hard. Do you have your own Jimmy Stewart gallery where you just I I need a little Jimmy Stewart and you bring up all the pictures. Yeah, I just like it. It's like a little like hit of dopamine. Like it's yeah. just, just seeing his little face. That's adorable. So Jimmy Stewart also is like very apropos for this podcast because he had a fantastic love story of his own. He has a love story. He has a love story. Tell me everything. Essentially, when he first moved to Hollywood, he was like so shy and kind of so sincere that a lot of the execs were kind of were like worried that he was gay. They were like, he's like too well behaved. (laughs) It was not acceptable to be gay at that time. They were like, we have to make sure he's straight, you know, before we can promote him. So basically, Louis B. Mayer of MGM sent him round to a bunch of big studios and stuff to be like, show like give him all the hottest girls like really we just gotta make make sure he's straight and they set him up on a ton of dates with some like the hottest stars at the time and it it worked like he went out on dates and kind of proved the world that he was straight which um i guess was good for his career uh which yeah good for the studio anyway because that's what they cared about but yeah, he dated like literally almost like all the hottest stars at that time. He dated Ginger Rogers. He dated Marlene Dietrich. What is her name? Like Olivia de Havilland from Gone with the Wind. Like he just dated like everybody. And he like often had issues where he would like fall head over heels in love with different women and they really had no interest in him whatsoever Aww. and would move on. The, the woman he played opposite with in it's a wonderful life. He also mm-hmm. like was super in love with, but she was married at the time and they didn't like have an affair. He was like, I can't like you're married, but I love you, which was very sweet. And he was also, he had like a major crush on um, Margaret Sullivan, who he played opposite in Shop Around the Corner. And they had like this tremendous affair and it was very Aww. exciting. But then she went on to marry Henry Fonda right before he married Jane Fonda. So anyway, Hollywood craziness back then. So anyway, Jimmy was just like very forlorn around this time, you know, 
in the, he fought in World War II as well. He was, yeah. uh, he flew in the Air Force. That's a whole nother story, but he was like very passionate about just like his characters <laughs> fighting for what he believed in, which was like America and freedom and defeating the Nazis. So he was, yeah, very anti Nazis. I'm a fan of anyone who's who's anti Nazi. It's a it's a real turn on not yes. being for Nazism. It's <laughs> I know, very not hot. Lie. It is very hot. <laughs> it's very very hot. Um, but yeah. So then, like several years later, he was invited to a dinner party at the Cooper's house. Gary Cooper, as you do, as one does. You go when Gary Cooper invites you to a party. You go to a party. Yes. And so he was at this party, and across the table from him was sitting this model, thirty-one-year-old model, whose name was Abby. Blocked it out because it's not Abby. Her name's not Abby. So we're unfortunately, just not it was not Abby Stuckwisting across from him. Although in a retelling, like if I had a time machine, you know what dinner party I would go to in. 1948. Anyway, so instead of me, there was Gloria McLean, and ah. he like instantly was like, from what they kind of recall, it was love at first sight. She Aww. had just divorced a man who was like an heir to the, like, the Washington Post family. And he basically was like cheating on her and he left her after six years and basically like left her with two sons to be a single mom, which was like, it's very challenging now to be a single mom, but it was even more challenging in the 40s when you're trying to be a model and you have these two sons, one was three and one was five. So yeah, anyway, they, their eyes locked across the table and fell instantly in love and they got married a year later and Jimmy adopted her two sons and... That was the start of like a truly gorgeous marriage. Like they were married Aww. for 45 years. And like according to everything, it does not look like, you know, there was any cheating or infidelity going on. They were like really quite dedicated to each other. Oh, how lovely and rare. And this is a quote like from Gloria that I thought was like very cute. She said, I can honestly say that in all the years of our marriage, Jimmy never once gave me cause for anxiety or jealousy. The more glamorous the leading lady he was starring opposite, the more attentive he'd be to me. That was cute. Aww. This is a man who hung out with Grace Kelly, so I can understand her feelings. Yeah. So he was, you know, definitely with, continued to act with like very, very beautiful women, even when he was aging. And so, but he like never gave her cause to worry, which I think is lovely. And... She died of lung cancer in 1994, and it just, like, devastated him. She was really the center of his universe. So it mm -hmm. he really struggled to find motivation to live after that. And he died only a couple years later in 1997. And apparently his last words were, I'm going to be with Gloria now. Which Aww. is just so sad. Oh, so, so sad. I hope wherever they are now, they are together. And yeah, that's that's Jimmy Stewart's love story and why I love him. All right. Well, usually with the end of the episodes, as we as we exit, we do a love to go. But I I have one f I have one for this episode. Are you ready? No shame in whatever is in your dopamine folder of images. <laughs> Whatever folder you have on your phone that gives you a little hit of joy, there's no shame. Put whatever you want in there, including Jimmy Stewart. In fact, one of us, maybe more than one of us, recommends Jimmy Stewart in your dopamine images folder. Would recommend 100%. 
but we want to know what's in your dopamine folder of images. What images do you look at? You should email us one of your favorite dopamine hit images because we want to see them at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. And please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily, especially Instagram where there's lots of extras, including pictures of the couples we talk to. Super adorable. Sometimes there's dog pictures. Seriously, don't miss out. It's just a glorious hit of serotonin. It's a great companion to the show if you go to our Instagram. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. Wherever you are going today with your dopamine folder, we wish you a very happily ever after. So-